there, everybody. This is Nat Hall. I've also got Chad, Mad Chad on the line, and also Awesome April. <laughs> we are doing the Walkman Whispers for you, for your listening pleasure tonight. And gang, yes. before we get rolling into this, how is it going? Wow, it's fine. Where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's start with a little, hey, what's a little something that happened this last week or two or three? Because it's been a little while. So, April, hey, why don't oh, you start us off there, miss? The pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my life is so boring, I'm sorry to say, but uh, just... Got to spend a little bit of time with the family over Thanksgiving. Um, saw my parents and my brother for a bit and my sister too. And so that was that was really nice getting to see everybody again. Well, so. good. There was a something a little, just a little something out there called Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Chad? What about your Thanksgiving and other times? Well, uh, Thanksgiving was fine. Uh, we went... We were supposed to have Thanksgiving with my mom, but we uh, all decided not to. Um, we did have Thanksgiving in North Bend with the uh, stepdaughter and the granddaughter. Had a great time. Um, somewhere in the last three weeks or so, I tested positive for the COVID. So um, I oh. spent some time off and I didn't feel really terrible or anything like that. But we, eh, you know, first two weeks of November, I basically did nothing. And uh, I've been trying to make up for it ever since, you know, as a traveling salesman, that's a little rough on the, <laughs> on the month. But oh, I bet. It, it's, yeah. gonna, it's fine. I mean, it's, it was just incredibly quiet, you know, not, not much happened for a long time there, so, but I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I'm not as unfortunate as a number of people that I know here just in the last two weeks that lost parents. Um, at least, I think, three people that I know lost them the week of Thanksgiving. So, oh, oh, wow. Unfortunately. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. Yeah, it's, you know, that's really interesting you bring up coronavirus because, boy, my gosh, it's got such a reputation. Those who have been around it have different perspectives than those who haven't. Like a lot of the people I'm around, we really haven't had that direct contact. So you keep hearing these, oh, it's like, you know, something like the, the flaming, leaping, you know, <laughs> you know, leprosy. But then others, uh, it's, I would, it's, it's I would gladly go all conspiracy theorist on you. You know, <laughs> I took the test on a Thursday. By Saturday, I felt good. Saturdays, when they called me, told me I was positive. The next week, I took another test. I came back negative, but I couldn't come back until you know whatever whatever day that was. So, but I will say, I did read here recently that they think that COVID was actually here last December, and uh, had the exact same uh, symptoms last year but was far sicker last year. So, wow. Chances are I probably got it last year and that's why it wasn't so bad this year. Right. You know, and, My gosh. When, when you're talking about, I mean, I say it all the time. I travel 2000 miles a week with my job and uh, those are the only two weeks all year I didn't do it. So it's not like I 
couldn't pick it up anywhere at all, you know. Yeah. Wow. And I'm very religious about hand washing and that kind of stuff. I wasn't as religious about wearing the mask. Still not convinced that that's going to fix anything, but I actually everywhere that I, well, not everywhere, I'm out west, so I'm almost on the Wyoming border. Nobody's got mask mandates out here, but Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, all uh, that area that I live in all has mask mandates now. And uh, so I keep one close by. <clears throat> but they always make my nose run. I hate them. <laughs> I fog my glasses up. Yeah. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I fog my and sunglasses I... up. <laughs> and I got to tell you, if I, if I really thought that my breath smelled like I smell it in my mask, Oh, uh, I, I'd be, you know, about 15 feet away from everybody I meet. It's yeah, <laughs> I definitely, definitely regret sodas here and there. You know. <laughs> Boy, it's just rough. Well, hey, glad to see that you're out of that. You know, I'm not sure, Chad, if you were at college at this time, but I think, April, you may have been. Uh, one gentleman that I know that passed away was a fantastic guy. The one, the biggest man I've ever met in person, Wendell Quinn. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, that happened a while back, didn't it? That yes. was a while back. That was yeah. way earlier. It was, I believe, in April, May, somewhere around right. there. I right. think Real so. Early on. Yeah. Yeah. So, he is the only person that I know personally that I I know personally that has passed from it, and I've known others with very close to death. I mean, my gosh, right. close well, calls. Uh, my friend Justin Carnegie his wife is in the hospital right now with COVID pneumonia so oh really we are definitely praying for her yes, yes. I think that she's going to be okay but she's she's in the hospital and they're treating her uh, she's been there a couple times in the last she's asthmatic so there's the uh, underlying health issue there <clears throat> anyway we're definitely praying for her, uh, you know. You bet. And, uh, you bet. Hoping that, hoping that the, that that everything comes out okay there. For sure. Yeah, I really hope so too. You bet. Yes. Well, I tell you what. So, Chad, did that make your Thanksgiving a little more unusual, having just come off of that? I mean, did were people looking at you with the, uh, you know, hey, boy in the bubble, stay in yeah. your bubble. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah. Nobody cared. Um, okay. Oh, well, I mean, you know, the thing was that we were supposed to have Thanksgiving with my mom and uh, my mom is older, although probably in better shape than most of us. Um, but that was up, that was up to her and she just wow. felt like probably she lives in Lincoln now, which is a little more of a metropolitan area than Guyman. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> which is actually pretty much just as much of a hot spot as anything else. But Lincoln has, you know, 150 cases a day. And with the fact that I had tested positive and the fact that after that, I went back to work and I travel all over, we just felt like it was better not to do it. So, um, so like I said, we did have, we did have Thanksgiving with my stepdaughter and the granddaughter. And, and that was, um, that was a good time. It, it's it's always fun. We did try to go out and look at Christmas lights uh, 
on the Saturday, that Saturday evening. And we realized that usually it's a little further into December when we go looking for him. So we didn't see quite as many as usual. Wow. Well, I tell you, you know, much is so different than when Jed Clampett used to say, well, California is the place you ought to be. Yeah. He didn't want to be in California <laughs> during Thanksgiving oh, no. and COVID. No. Unless you, unless you wanted that water and electricity turned off if you had yeah. more than six in your house. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is crazy. Uh, I, yeah. I, uh, like I said, I'm now that I've tested positive, I'm even more of a conspiracy theorist. I, I hate to say it, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I, I kind of wonder if they're not testing us to see just what we'll put up with. You know? Okay, gotcha. Well, you know, used to be you. It was a, a compliment to be called a positive person. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> what kind of positive are you talking about? <laughs> right. Positively uh, exactly. stupendous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well enough about, about enough about me. How about how about you, April? Oh, I went first, right? Oh, you did. You sure did. I did. Okay, fine. It's Nat's turn. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Well, I have there. to tell you, I ate my body weight and then some in Thanksgiving <laughs> food, right. and I and I ate about a metric ton of pie and cake. So, you know. Trying to say the word diet, or trying, I, it was a four letter word for sure. <laughs> Wasn't going to happen during the Thanksgiving break. Oh, no, absolutely. Right. I did find something kind of cool in the liquor store. <laughs> oh. It's a, uh, a mixed Bloody Mary, pre mixed Bloody Mary called the Bloody Buddy. And uh, oh. so, oh, actually, a pretty good thing for me because otherwise I start mixing drinks. And they just get stronger and stronger. <laughs> this way, it's, it's already taken care of. But that was probably the first drink I'd had in three months. Wow, headache city, man! <laughs> and it was, your, and it was, it was your buddy. No, not, <laughs> until not the really. next morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it didn't take that long. About three hours. Oh. I'm like, man, what's wrong with me? Oh boy! Well, I tell you what, it was it was uh, it was a great time Thanksgiving. You know, I have uh, I used to be used to be one of those guys. You know, when people would say, "Oh, look at my grandchild, look at my grandkid," I'm like, "Yeah, okay, nice, yeah, whatever, <laughs> okay." Now that I have my own grand angel, my granddaughter, yes, uh, I'm in the club. Yeah, I drink the punch. You know, the Jim Jones juice. Yeah, I had it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm hook, line, and sinker, you know, you know, right there, and oh, yeah. it's it it's quite fun being a Gramps. I, I am the G paw. I am yep. the G paw. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Remember G? Remember G Force? The little gerbils in that movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I'm the G paw well, now. So the funny thing is, is they run the show, uh-huh. and they know it. You know? Oh yeah. The... They can do no wrong. I mean, no, they they. They they do they do a little you know a little strained pea soup in the diaper and you're like oh and they keep but uh, oh. uh hey. <laughs> then it's like uh son your daughter <laughs> your kid yeah <laughs> absolutely oh so yeah being being in the, being in the G club man I'm in the G club loving it oh my gosh I had a great time with the granddaughter and of course the kids and everybody and just had a blast and it was just one of those 
all American Thanksgivings. I mean, even though all the, you know, the Corona chaos going on around, we had just a phenomenal family Thanksgiving. We had two of them, actually. That's One great. at my, my son's future in-laws place and with their, their family. And then at our place with my in-laws who couldn't really go and Oh, just double the fun, double the poundage for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an awesome time. Sure hope all of mm -hmm. our uh, Walkman Whisperer friends and neighborly neighbors and friendly friends out there had a good one as well. I'm sure they did. Definitely. And uh, we are definitely getting some neighbors, my friends. Holy tell cow. us. Do tell. Well, I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to go off the video here, but we got some pretty incredible numbers, to be honest. Ever uh, since April joined the fold, right? There you go. Yep. I bring them in, I tell you. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's our closer. There you go. Our, uh, like our last episode with Brad, uh, the before COVID episode, ironically, um, <laughs> has 36 plays so far. And that, that doesn't sound like that much, but it took a, while, took a little while to get there. Uh, however, the one that we did with April, Memories, has 55 plays. Ooh, it's nice. moving right along. Um, <laughs> but when you go into the analytics here, this is the awesome part. So 88% of our listeners are in the United States. 2% um, are in Ireland. 2% in Germany. 1% Canada. And I mean, it goes from the United Kingdom, Vietnam, Philippines, Netherlands, France, uh, Maldives. M-A-L-D-I-V-E-S. Maldives, wow. yeah. Spain, Russia, Indi India, Mexico, China, Ukraine, Hong Kong, Argentina, Poland, Nicaragua, ta Taiwan, Australia, Hungary, Luxembourg, Norway, Lat Latvia, hmm. Singapore, Australia, Belize, and South Korea. Oh. I mean, that's just... Uh, of course, you know, most of those... People are like, they probably listen to the first 13 seconds and they're like, oh, they do not speak <laughs> the correct language. <laughs> well, you know, we've got to say it correctly when we talk to people in Belize. To say hello, it's Belize Navidad. No, maybe <laughs> yeah, well, nice try. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, Dad joke. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's what we're about here. Uh, that's right. One of the more right. interesting things we're going to go along here, though, is Seattle, Washington has moved up into second place in our listenership. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, hello, Seattle. Right. Hello, Seattle. <laughs> All um, right. Nebraska and Oklahoma generally toggle back and forth for, you know, first, second, and third. Um, nothing really new. We do have listeners in Enid now. But, well, all right, Seattle yeah, in the house. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's impressive. Ohio is at eleven percent. Wow. You know, Middletown. I don't know where Middletown is, but Middletown, Columbus, and Cincinnati. It's just crazy to me that uh, these all have to be people we know. We just don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. It's it's the influence. It's got to be the April influence because of her military ties, all these people all over the nation, all over the world. Right. I'm yes. sure that's it. 
We'll, All right. We'll, we'll just we'll just say it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, hey, that's really cool to hear, Chad. And I'd like to thank all those listeners out there, wherever you may be. Thank you very much for listening to Walkman Whispers. And uh, boy, we do cherish that. That is nice. It is really cool. And of course, we're at 843 plays right now, which means we're only a hundred and a half away from a thousand over the last two years. Wow. So it's actually really coming. Obviously, we need Joe Rogan to endorse this, so we'll get more than that. That is phenomenal. Well, yes, it we'll is. Have to, let's go find Joe, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you, Chad, for that, uh, that little uh, trip down uh, statistic lane. Yeah, analytical you. lane. <laughs> analytical lane. At the crossroads of statistic and analytical lane. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight we've got a lot of fun on tap because it's all about a subject that's near and dear to the hearts of definitely us, the hosts here in Walkman Whispers, and probably every single listener out there in Walkman Whisper land. It is the topic, advice. So when it comes to advice, whoever it was from, either your parents, your grandparents, people, good buddy, friends, whoever it may be, we're just going to talk a little bit about the, the two extremes of advice, the advice that you received that you took and what happened, and also perhaps advice that you were told and you didn't take, and perhaps what happened because of that. And then maybe the little cherry on top at the end, we might be saying, okay, from all that, did you pass along the same advice to your kids or anybody else like that? So. <laughs> And let's see if we had similar results, shall we? All right. <laughs> sir, sir, All right. So anyways, uh, quite the topic here. And uh, Miss April, you're our guest host. You know, we had, uh, just like Chad said, we had uh, the bear from Roadkill Radio here last time, Brad. Uh, a lot of fun. The guy is just amazing. What a blast. He is. And he, yes. had, he had the greatest statement I've ever heard about the coronavirus. Uh, he took it from the great philosopher Snoop Dogg, which said, <laughs> to avoid the chronizzle, stay in y'all hizzle. <laughs> y'all. That is great advice. That is good advice. <laughs> Thank you, Bear. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Bear. We appreciate that. <laughs> so, but April is our guest host, been here a couple times now again. The largest listenership was all because of Miss April. Glad I can help. All right, April, start off the show with a bang, and let's hear. Uh, You just you just take it how it is, and give us examples, both or one or whatever you want. Okay, I will give you first advice that I followed. So. I know it's been a while since we were all in college together, but I don't know if you remember or not, I was painfully shy, painfully, painfully shy way back in those days, which you guys helped me grow out of on the radio. So thank you for that. But (laughs) my first semester of college, I was so miserable and I was just, I wanted to go home. 
I was only two hours from home anyway, but I wanted to go home. And every single day I would call my mom and I would say, please let me come home. I can't collect. Uh, No. (laughs) Well, I might have. I don't remember how I got a hold of her. It was so long ago. But I called her every day. Please let me come home. I can't do this. Will you be disappointed if I drop out? You know, I don't want to be here. Please let me come home. And every day she would say, give it till the end of the semester. Just hold out, make it through the semester, and you'll be fine. So I would say, okay. And so, you know, that continued. But by the end of the semester, I had acclimated and I was fine. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go back after Christmas. So I go back after Christmas and then I start again. Mom, please let me go home. Would you be disappointed? (laughs) All all over. And she, poor lady, she took it every time and she just kept saying, just give it till the end of the year. One year and, you know, and she would cry when she hung up the phone too. (laughs) She'd be like, I want my baby to come home. But she knew it was best for me to stay. So did that my whole freshman year. And then um, by the end of the freshman year, I was acclimated. I can do this. So I go home for the summer. Sophomore year starts. Same song, same verse. So the moral now, of this story. Oh, go ahead. I, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm just curious. It's fine. I don't think I was there for your freshman year. Probably not. What, what year did you graduate? I graduated high school in 89. Okay. Yeah. So. So I wasn't there for your, not that it was. So maybe that's why I was miserable. No, I'm thinking it might have changed. I think you would have gone home. (laughs) And your mom would have said, yeah, you're going home now. (laughs) I already got a bus ticket for you, kid. Right, right. So anyway, the the whole moral of this story is, you know, I stuck it out. I made it. I was there all four years. I graduated with my degree. And I'm a completely different person, all because my mom just kept saying, just give it a little bit of time. Just wait, and it'll get better. And it did get better. So that's my advice. If you're in the middle of something that's miserable, you don't think you can handle it, just give it time. <laughs> so awesome. you took that, it, you took I that took advice. I took that advice. Yes, I did. I that's did. Great. That is great. So, Very good. Well, so glad to hear that you... Did it in four years. Uh, unlike myself, who <laughs> I crammed four years of education into five and a half. Well, there you oh, go. Well, you didn't. You weren't there as long as I thought you were. Then that. You did all right. Do you guys remember what used to be named the Clayton Plan that we used oh. to call it back then? The, how long yes. was he there? Like twenty? No, uh, quite a while. Uh, he he had tenure. And there was a there was a, a little fellow named Tiny also that had a the the multiple decade kind of tenure as well. Yes. Yeah. With his with his little brother, and I say little only because it was younger, brother Buff. Tiny and Buff. So <laughs> uh, No, that's really good. That is so, awesome, and, and again, really Chad is. has mentioned this before. Chad has definitely mentioned it before. I also will affirm that your mom is one of a kind, a wonderful oh, lady. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. she is. 
Yes, she is. And uh, so well, we, we salute her. Way to go. <laughs> yep. We just think Amen. she's the best. She is. <laughs> she is definitely the best. All right. So this guarantees a listen by her now, doesn't it? Exactly, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mom. <laughs> yeah. Howdy. All right, April. That is a great way to start things off by really was. advice nice. taken with great results. With great results, yes. definitely. So you know what? Well, let's uh, let's go on to Chad now, and maybe we'll go back in a circle and see if there's any advice you didn't take. And perhaps those results later, but we'll save that one for the for the, the marathon. Sounds round. good. Second round to go. Chad, go for it, bud. I'm kind of hard headed. No, I was. <laughs> I don't know that I ever took advice from anybody because I was just pretty sure that I knew better. Um, <laughs> I didn't have the same problem that April did. I went to college. Uh, Although I was uh, fortunate enough at the time, I had a I had a scholarship from PSU that my room and board was paid for, and I was only in the room at Field Hall for two weeks before I moved back to Guyman <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it was because of a girl, and it was the dumbest thing I did because then I had to wait a couple of years before I got <clears throat> I got back out of the house. And into a house with uh, Richard Hine and Rick Firestone. Oh, yeah. And then yes. later I moved in with Justin Carnegie. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't recall my mom ever saying that I should stay there. I don't know if I even gave her the opportunity. <laughs> I think I just brought my stuff home and said I signed out of the dorms and I'm not going to be there anymore. And, of course, once you got rid of that scholarship, you didn't get it back. So, right. I, couldn't, I couldn't go back. Um, I <clears throat> regret uh, doing that, but uh, here we go again. I mean, I'll, I'll bet you I've received a million pieces of advice over the years that I uh, still don't. <laughs> I'm still not so good at taking, to be honest. And again, I got plenty of advice for you. <laughs> I'm just not real good at taking it. I can I can tell you that. Uh, I've had some things. Uh, probably the probably the biggest piece of advice that I that irritates me <laughs> that I have been given more than once in my life. Um, I'm a unique guy as far as romantic relationships go. Um, I'm a communicator and most women are not used to that and uh, they don't know how to take it. And I've probably had 10 different women tell me that you're too nice. You need to present a challenge. And uh, I think at this point, if you ask my wife, she thinks I probably took this advice. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't. I know I'm a challenge at this point, but you know, it's a, it's a, <laughs> that's a whole other ballgame. But I, I, I can just real quickly, uh, probably the best advice I've never taken, and I just can't seem to get my crap together. I do have a 401k, but I can't save money to save my life. Oh, I'm right there with you. Oh, 
I'm, I, I, they keep telling me that it doesn't really happen until your kids are all on their own. <laughs> Man, I just, I, I can't do it. And, you know, now that I'm pushing 50, I'm a little ways away, but I'm, I'm pushing it. Pushing. I'm like, man, I don't want to save too much money because I could die any day. <laughs> <laughs> ah, spending your kids' inheritance oh, right yeah. left, are you? Well, yeah, I mean, there's not much. They're going to get to fight over a station wagon at this point. And, uh, I, I thought actually, you already had one for each kid. Um, no. <laughs> I uh, I do not. <laughs> I did just. Uh, I am giving the white one to my son for his graduation present. So, mm, um, uh. but I did did pick another one up. Yes. <laughs> well, couldn't but that's that, uh, that's mine. Couldn't that couldn't that double as a mobile home? I mean, you can sleep yeah. in the back, and, right? Uh, that's only uh, you know what. You can sit here and, and, and giggle about that, but I've slept in my car more times than I care to count, and that would be from 35 to 40. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get a call from the drag strip, and they'd be like, hey, can you come down and announce this weekend? I'd be like, sure. I'd go down there and announce on Saturday, and then we'd drink beer all night at the track sun, or Saturday night, and I'd just get in the car, park it next to the porta potty and sleep in the car all night. <laughs> <laughs> get up the next morning and announce and then get drive home so, oh my yeah. <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it that's more advice <laughs> i can give but we'll, 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 i'll let you uh, i'll let you take or take or give advice or whatever you want that and then i'll uh, we can go into uh, all the fantastic advice that i have for other people so, so that wasn't the shagging wagon. That was the dragon wagon. Uh, well, that actually <laughs> was the 1976 Plymouth Valare station wagon. Ooh. I have thrown a few Ooh, pictures Larry. of that one out there. Yeah. <laughs> that one was a real peach. <laughs> All right. Well, that is awesome. So, my gosh. So, uh, wow. Where do I go from there? That's a good... That's a good story, good sir. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm just saying, I've probably never taken, uh, I've probably never not taken anybody's advice that I can think of. And I, I know that sounds uh, conceited, but I'm not conceited. I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm hard-headed. And it probably, it's probably the most annoying thing to me when people don't listen to what I have to say. You know, look, if it were me, I'd do this. Go off and do something else. It's the most frustrating thing in the world, but hey, I'm that guy. You're that guy. <laughs> All right. Well, good one, Chad. Uh, so I'll be that guy right now, too. Let's see. So, um, so one of the things that comes directly to mind, it was kind of a hybrid. It was both advice and a directive. <laughs> so this is this is my this is my father, and my father was a military man. He was uh, a gentleman that commanded a lot of respect, a lot bigger than me. And uh, oh yeah, he was a powerlifting champion in Alaska. So oh, he wow. was. Uh, oh, that's awesome. 
Yes, he was. He was a master's level powerlifting champion for a couple of years. So, uh, yeah, a, a fella you didn't mess with. So when uh, when Mr. Hall is, <laughs> I'm Nat Hall. He was Mr. Yeah. Hall. Uh, when Mr. Hall spoke, people listened. And uh, this and his oldest son definitely had to listen. <laughs> there's there's a difference between talking to you and talking with you. And it was talking to me. Right. Talking to me. So his advice slash directive, I'll never forget it. After high school, man, I was all that and a bag of chips and all that good stuff. I was just top of the world. And I was like, all right. So I'm gonna go to college. I was a course a socialite. And I was thinking and dreaming of all these giant universities. Uh, Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island was one that came to mind. Arizona State University in Phoenix, because I had a lot of family down that way. And, you know, all these expensive colleges. And then my father said, son, let me just, let me just say something before we get too far into this conversation. I said, yes, sir. He was definitely a sir. He was not, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And he goes, you will appreciate your education far more if you pay for it yourself. Because before I could get into the, well, dad, how much are you going to contribute to your son's higher education? (laughs) Before I got anywhere near that, he put the plans on it. And he's like, "Uh, (laughs) hang on, let's put a little reality. So it was advice and directive at the same time because it was advice much later after i graduated college after i had shoved four years of education to five and a half Uh um afterward it it rang true and i have told anyways it's it's one of it's the this is part a part b is it's exactly the same thing i told my son so (laughs) so part b is that so when he said that i was sorely disappointed and my expectations went from all these beautiful private colleges with their back in the late 80s in the 30 plus thousand dollar range per year which is probably a hundred plus thousand dollars range who, who knows what it is now right um i had to start thinking about hmm so i actually have to apply for scholarships i've got to do all this and that and and then I thought, well, I, I need to, I'm going to go join the uh, Alaska Army National Guard first. I'm join the Army National Guard. Got medically discharged, though. And because of the medical discharge, because I, I really obliterated my wrist uh, when I was in, because of that, that is the only way that I'd ever heard of Oklahoma Panhandle State University. Really? Back then it was, back then it was just Panhandle State University. Right. Know? So. So PSU, yeah, that's the only, so because of a big chain of events, dad's first advice slash directive, you know, you will, you will appreciate your education far more if you pay for it yourself as, you know, as opposed to thinking right. hand out, handouts from the parents, handouts from the grandparents. Dad put a quick end to that very quickly. <laughs> And then I had to go kind of fend for myself. So I joined the Army National Guard for the educational dollars. But then after that, because of that injury, I was in a scramble to find a university that would, would accept me in the spring semester so late in the application process. And I searched high, low, everywhere. 
And finally, because I've got relatives in Oklahoma and New Mexico, I said, okay, let's try Oklahoma. And the only one still, still accepting new applicants that late in the semester was OPSU. And Nancy Freeman, I'll never forget her, with her wonderful, sweet voice, <laughs> I said, I said, Miss Freeman, I, I'm at my wit's end. I, I, I want to go to college. I can't stand staying at my parents' house anymore. You know, can I, can I come in? She goes, well, you only got two more days to register. You know, she had that really nice <laughs> southern voice. I said, Miss Freeman, I'll be there in two days. And that's exactly how I made myself my, my way down to PSU. I'd never heard of PSU before, but I was going through a giant college book before the Internet. And this giant, about five-inch thick book of all the American universities going through, trying to find in Alaska, Pacific Northwest. Everybody had stopped uh, admitting for the spring semester. I tried Oklahoma, and the only one in Oklahoma that was still enrolling at that late part was PSU. And she and Miss Freeman told me, you know, two days. And, and I said, Miss Freeman, I will be there in two days. And that's how I found out about Oklahoma Panhandle State University. And that led to pretty much everything else from there and just uh, how I met you two. And that is a, that's great. That is a fantastic story, Nat. Yes, it, it really is. is. Quite I've the always chain wondered of how you I'm, got I'm thrilled there. to have heard this. That's, that, yeah, well, I, I, well, I mean, you kind of alluded to it here, Nat. They'll take anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they took me. <laughs> Thankfully, she didn't say, do you have a pulse? <laughs> can, well, you pass a, can you pass a breath of water? I uh, didn't even know that was in her qualification. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, look at the football. Oh, it's not a qualification. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they took Chad. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that piece of advice slash directive slash no choice but to take that advice is what got me to PSU in, in kind of the whole chain of events. It's pretty awesome. That That's, is I awesome. Mean, I am so much more enlightened today than I've been in months. I, <laughs> I love that story. That's fantastic. I do too. It is. I mean, it's great. You know, that's the funny thing about I, if I had to, if I had to tell you how I met Nat, I can't, I couldn't remember, but it was impossible not to meet Nat. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knew Nat. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Nat is, is and always will be one of my lifelong friends. And, Absolutely. You know, the guy that would literally show up in your town and call you and say, Hey, you don't suppose you could do lunch or something, you know, and it's like, man, that's awesome. But I can't. Because <laughs> I'm not in my town right now. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, that was, uh, so I always tried to find him if I knew I was going to be close. And we've Absolutely. had some misconnections too. I don't know if you remember that. That we're supposed to meet in Kansas City and your flight got delayed. That was halfway there when I finally found out you weren't coming. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Just one of those things, you know. So, but yeah, it's, it, that was, uh, yeah, so again, 
Lifelong friends, April, I know, will always be Chad, yes. Daddy Crane, Mr. Crane Big out Daddy there. Crane. Yep. <laughs> a lot of the great, 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 great folks in the panhandle and that yep. whole region. I mean, my gosh, just from all that, I mean, my wife and and uh, and my daughter was born at Memorial Hospital in Guyman. My goodness. Yeah, that's incredible. So, I mean, a whole huge chain of events got me the handle. And I still yes. love it out there. I went, I went out for my 25th reunion 25th year reunion graduation to uh 2018 april of 2018 oh, so a year right. and a half yeah. ago so i came out there and i mean just a a whole lot of awesomeness just yeah. from I, I my remember. dad's directive there you go that's yeah, great I, I was i was gonna go to that but i, I could not really alumni <laughs> <laughs> there's not a diploma with my name on it at panhandle state more great advice <laughs> I, I, I think the entry requirements were, have you ever driven down Highway 54 through Goodwill? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, exactly. Amen. <laughs> oh, my. So, hey, that, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was, like I said, memorable beyond belief for me. So, so that's the advice that I had to take. Yes. April, let's take you back second time around now. All uh, right. Any thoughts about advice you didn't take or, 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 or you know you couldn't take or whatever it would be well i have a couple of advices that advices a couple pieces of advice that i did not follow i don't know if you guys here's another i don't know if you know this or not but i was the perfect child never did anything <laughs> wrong oh, so um <laughs> So there was very little I never advice that it. I. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's listening. No. I was saying, no, I said I never witnessed it. I, I had no idea you weren't the perfect child. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So there's um, very little advice that I did not follow. I'll just say that. But I'll give you one piece that happened in college. Um some friends and I were going to go to Amarillo one winter day. And my mom was like, yeah, this isn't probably a good idea, but we went anyway. And then there was a snowstorm and it took us forever to get back. But by the time we got back closer to Goodwell, the, the storm had let up a little bit and everything was fine. So one of the girls and I decided we'd drive the 10 miles to Guymon. I was not smart. So on our way back, I'm driving us back over, ended up in the ditch and um, facing the wrong direction. And a semi was behind us. But I got to ride in the back of a police car and I wasn't arrested. So, you know, I got that experience of riding in a police car. <laughs> the advice was both good, you know, both good and bad. So. There you go. There's that right. one. My other <laughs> one, <laughs> my other one that I did not follow, um, whenever I first moved into the, the big city, you know, back in the early days of the internet, AOL, all that good stuff, um, it used to drive my mom crazy that I met people online. And so I meet Ooh. somebody, go on a date with somebody. She did not like that. She said, stop doing that this is not safe and i had a bunch of other people tell me 
we don't like it that you're meeting people online and nobody knows them. And what if something happens to you? One of my friends, her son would say, you're going to meet an ax murderer. Stop doing this. <laughs> but I just, I didn't listen to anybody. And now I've been married for almost 20 years to somebody I met online from wow. Canada. There so go. there you go. I didn't listen to that advice. But 20 years later, I'm still married to the same guy I met online. Wow. So. That's awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I, think wow. that's just a, I think that's just a parent thing to worry about. Cause, yes, definitely. Uh, you know, after, after my divorce, I, I met lots and lots of people online. And my mom would just go nuts if she knew I was going somewhere and didn't hear from me within a couple hours. And yes. That caused a couple <laughs> of... I, I love my mom. And, she always looked out for me, <clears throat> much to her dismay. <laughs> <laughs> my my friend whose son kept telling me I was going to meet an axe murderer, he actually carved uh, Till Death Do Us Part in a, a little axe and gave it to us as a wedding <laughs> present. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, that is epic. Yeah. Yes. Is fantastic. <laughs> was he a lumberjack? <laughs> no. Is uh, your husband an ex lumberjack? No. <laughs> From Canada, right? From Canada. <laughs> yep. He was a, my hockey player. I wanted a hockey player. Ah. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, you're even more awesome in my book, a hockey player. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's. That's my advice that I didn't follow. Wow. That is quite <laughs> <right>. the lead. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> you dare go next? Uh, we, can, <laughs> we can come up with a couple things here. Uh, the one thing that I will say, and we kind of brought this up actually on the, the, uh, the memories episode, but one thing that worked really well with me and uh, there's all kinds of stuff that goes along with this. I uh, I don't have the best luck. And when I say I don't have the best luck, I don't have the best luck with anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cars, people, money, houses, work. Well, I mean, I love my job now, but I just don't have a lot of luck. Okay. So... Um, probably the advice that I took was all the stuff they taught you in school. Don't do drugs, kids. You'll, you know. All right. Um, this is kind of a risque part of this subject, but uh, <laughs> always be careful. Use protection or don't do it. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, it, it was all. It, uh, as you get older, you realize that some of there was some scare tactics involved in that, but it totally worked on me completely. Um, I was so careful because, you know, if it's going to happen, I promise you, it'll happen to me. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I just had to watch that stuff, and and uh, I, I I did okay till I got older, then I got worse. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, 
it is what it is. But uh, there again, we're just talking. That that's the advice I took, and it didn't come from any one person in particular. You know, um, it just came from all the campaigns, the ad campaigns, and that kind of stuff, and uh, the biology teacher that showed you the pictures of all these kids that were deformed because somebody smoked pot once. You know? <laughs> 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 the never <Marriage> went. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that worked with me. That worked with me pretty good. Um, now, as far as advice, I, I'll bet you I've given advice to a million people because it's like you say, I'm not giving you advice because I'm trying to be an ass. It's because I've done stupid stuff. Right. And this is how it turned out for me. And as much as you sit there and tell people that, and especially, I love my kids to death. And they've been given piece of advice after piece of advice after piece of advice that I'm sure that they are just completely tired of hearing their dad's opinion. I've quit giving advice because they're all pretty much all grown up. And unless they want my advice, I'm not going to hand it out anymore. So... <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. probably the best advice I can give anybody because I have the most experience in this area if you're going to own a car that costs you less than a thousand dollars you need to own two <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's good <laughs> that is good I, sage advice yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I don't know if I've brought it up on this podcast, but uh, I've had 28 cars now. Oh, wow. Wow. No, I haven't heard that one. Probably. Uh, the first three to five cars I owned, I paid more than $1,000 for, but no more than $5,000. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them, with the exception of my white station wagon, have been under $1,000. Wow. wow. So. You've had 28 cars. I've had five. <laughs> <laughs> I paid more for my uh, 87 Escort GT that I paid, that I got while we were in college than mm. I paid for my white station wagon. Wow. Wow. Not much. My, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> but I did pay more for it. Oh. So. Yeah, like uh, my first car was $1,200. Second car was, say, $900. Third car was about $1,300. And then the Escort was $2,500. So, but then after that, I kept that Escort for four, probably five years. I kept it for a long time. <clears throat> and then I sold it and I bought a $700 duster. And after that, it just was almost not really a sickness, but. <laughs> I just, I'll, I'll tell you what though I mean if you really figure that out I've probably spent $35,000, $40,000 on cars in my life on 28 cars on wow. 28 cars wow yeah I mean that, that would even include maintenance and that kind of stuff I mean you, you know, holy cow probably, you know I mean I know people that spend $500 a month on car payments yes. shit Save that yeah. up for two months, buy a piece of shit, and drive it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's my advice. <laughs> wow. 
Well, I like that advice, man. Oh, my. I, I can dig that. <laughs> a lot of our Walkman Whisperer crowd probably in the same neighborhood. They're probably Maybe just not. going, I knew that guy was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. The ballot box was correct in that one. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't going there. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we ain't going there. All right. Okay, Nat. Well, so what was, you're you're up. This is what was the the piece of advice you didn't take. Well, I'm telling you what. You know, April and I. April. We did not speak before this, did we? We did not. No. We did not. It is remarkable how similar our stories are, because <laughs> my wife. My wife is Russian from Kazakhstan. Her name's Luba. She is perfect in every <laughs> single way, fashion, for everything. So my wife, I met online as well. Yay, good. <laughs> Back in the year 2000. But Nat wow. wasn't looking for a hockey player. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a hockey player. Right. <laughs> you darn tootin'. <laughs> So I met Robin in 98. So Okay. We were, yeah. We didn't get I, married till 2001, but we met uh, in 98. I did date a roller derby girl once. Oh, oh wow. Well, that <laughs> that hey, could count. That's that ranks. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's on that's the cool I, meter way up there actually. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> that's like she a 9 a and a half out of 10. That was her part-time job. She was a prison guard. It was a full-time job. Oh. <laughs> Nice gal. <laughs> we knew who wear the pants and the handcuffs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and the nightstick, right? Billy Club? Maybe. <laughs> All you had to do was just say, yes, ma'am. What next? Yes, ma'am. That's right. <laughs> Pardon me, but well, I'll do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> right. One ma'am, one ma'am. Can I go and? <laughs> okay, never mind. Sorry, sorry to take that off the course. Oh my god! But yeah, so I my story is remarkably like April's. Is I met my wife. So I was working in Nome, Alaska. Nome, that's where most of my growing up was before going to Wasilla and I graduated in Wasilla. But Nome, Alaska, where Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. You know, I don't know if everybody knows this, but. It was kind of poor audio back way back in the day when that happened. She actually said, there's no place like Nome. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Had to throw that one in there. And also, Nome, a great, great thing about Nome is you're closer to Russia than the stoplight when you live in Nome. Oh. That's, yeah. Didn't you tell me once you had to be helicoptered into Nome? Not helicoptered, but you fly in a gnome. That's the only way oh. you can fly. You fly in a gnome. But, uh, but anyways, I was living in Nome, Alaska. I had been recently divorced and feeling down on life and things like that. And just, you know, I'm a happy guy. And so when, when I'm down on life, you know something, something needs to change. Yeah. You know, so, so I was there in Nome. I had, you know, a lot of my old high school friends. And it was a great place to be and loved it. Had a great time. But also, but I was starting to meet, you know, some other newer friends, you know, from the adult years now, <laughs> As, um, you know, and, and I, the adult know, film met... years. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Chad. Man. Sorry. Yes. 
Yes, the agricultural years, the brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry. my agricultural years there, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was there, and you know, I had seen some of these friends who had uh, wives that were uh, they were new to me, new people to me, but they're uh, of Russian descent. And I was like, man, they're very nice and very cool. And, and some of my friends were like, you know, you're a good guy. And, and in Nome, I got to tell you. Lots of uh, drinking much? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of alcohol. So I didn't want to meet my former Mister uh, Mrs. Hall uh, in you know underneath a bar stool in a bar somewhere. So I, I wasn't <laughs> into that. So I uh, I was like, well, you know, this internet thing's pretty new. Like like April was saying, you know, kind right. of AOL and right. Kind of, uh, ooh, Al Gore's internet. How? Thank you. Vice President Gore. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get beyond that as well. Um, but yeah, I, so I was like, you know, how in the world did you? And so I was kind of turned on to some of these, you know, different sites on, in the internet. And, you know, some were reputable, some were not, some were scams, and some were not. And so <laughs> kind of figuring all that out. But I met my wife uh, basically online, and she's in Kazakhstan. On the other side of the planet, and wow. so, so I'm. I talked to her for about a year, uh, back and forth, back and forth, calling her on calling cards, and these calling cards internationally were twenty five cents a minute. Woo. Wow! I, I was doing the Ric Flair. Woo! When I saw my bills, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw my bills come in, I was paying some serious cash. Man, uh-huh. I gotta marry this. I gotta marry this girl. Or I'm gonna run out of money. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We talked a lot. She she was in a very high position there with a the world's largest steel company. She was there. He's an immigration specialist. She's she is the brains in the family, no doubt about it. She is <laughs> she's the smart one. But uh, anyways, this talking to her is great. It's wonderful. And uh, so I was starting to talk to my I was a little nervous with my parents because they were through all the first marriage and all the craziness that ended all that. And, and I was like, ah, should I let my parents know about this? And I finally did. And I finally gotten to the point where I'm going to go to Kazakhstan and visit her. Well, guess when I chose to fly to Kazakhstan to go visit 9-11? It was the one year anniversary of 9-11. Oh. oh. The one year anniversary of 9-11. So, uh, so, so it was, yeah, so we started talking in 2000. Oh, oh, oh so we met, I'm, I was off. It wasn't 2000, it was 2001. And so okay. 2002, and the one year anniversary of 9-11 is when I chose to, to fly. And I kind of told my parents, hey, I'm going to be coming through Anchorage on my way to Moscow. And then to Kazakhstan. <laughs> and when my dad, Vietnam vet, and Mr. Hall... <laughs> heard that he thankfully wasn't within you know grabbing distance of me <clears throat> because he heard that and he goes uh not no but heck you can fill in yeah. the blanks from there yeah, yeah. sure he goes are you want you... me to fill them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he goes are you a filth learn filth learn idiot because one year anniversary date of 9 11 are you serious? And you're going to a country with the last four letters of Stan, like oh. Afghanistan. That's right. Yeah. Like, like that Barishnikov film all over again. 
There you go. <laughs> Borat, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I was no. thinking the one, the one in the 80s where the ballet guy gets stuck back in Russia. I can't remember. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You're right. So my my dad be there with your tights and your ballet shoes. (laughs) Yes, yes. My full grown beard. And uh, my dad was upset, and uh, he said, "Don't you dare! You're going to be, you know, basically you're going to be shot down. You're the only American within about four thousand miles." Yeah. Yeah. Come. He's like, "Come on, what is your problem?" (laughs) Yeah, because. And they're going to have their scope right on you, Nat Hall. Yes, yes. One year, right. anniversary, one year anniversary of the Twin Towers. Yeehaw, the American with the big grin is going to come over and, <laughs> and can't wait till we get a nice little ransom on this boy. So, uh, yeah, that's my dad. My dad had all the conspiracy theories going through. Uh, wasn't so much conspiracy. It was a real, real problem. He, he so, was genuinely right. concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. He was. He was. And, uh, boy, I, uh, one of the only times, one of the very few times I, I outright said, Dad, I'm going. You know, sorry. I'm an adult now. I'm going. And, and it, it was tough. Boy, oh, boy, was it. Because I right. had my own thoughts about, my nuts? What's going on yeah. here? Yeah, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I this it. girl. Is she? A, uh, I mean, we've been talking yeah. for a year. I think I know her pretty well. And you know, we met, uh, we've uh, pictures and no videos or nothing like that. So, right. yeah. so this is my first time to meet her in live and in person. So, but so, she was so amazing and so wonderful that I thought, you know what, I'm going. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, That's a great story. I, it I'm is. Just, I, so I put out here originally that I was trying to get listeners to give us a topic and the uh, ironic thing, and I, I did tell April this, the only two listeners that posted anything, well, they didn't post it. I got texts, personally. <laughs> oh. Um, they were wanting, um, uh, like, one of them was online dating stories, and uh, the other one was, like, first kiss relationships and first kisses and first this and that. And, and uh, <clears throat> knowing that we're going to have April on here and knowing that she's been married for 20 years, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, that's not going to work. <clears throat> so do you, off the subject, do you guys have bad dating stories or, I mean, dates that went wrong online, this, that kind of thing? Or... Oh. Be- okay, because, <laughs> believe me, I have a have more than a few. Okay, so I'm just curious uh, if we do another one of these, maybe if, uh, you know, I mean, I know you've been married 20 years, but, but, uh, Uh, you got a story or two to tell? I was going to say, so my friend Donna and I were single, you know, we went, we had season tickets to the Oklahoma City Blazers hockey team, and that's what made us, what made me say, hey, we need to find us some hockey players. But there was one time she met this guy. I, I, well, yeah, she met this guy online and she was going to go out with him. And I said, Hey, does he have a friend? I could go out with his friend. That was not smart because (laughs) I don't remember what 
her guy looked like exactly, but my guy was a cross between Frazier and Kramer. <laughs> and okay, so let's, we can we can save this. I'd like yeah, I'm talking about another podcast here, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we, we can, can do definitely that. do this, Chad, because yeah. I've got one. Okay. Yep, you got yeah. one. Yeah, How about, I, 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 I got, got way more than one. I got an I got another too, okay. but I'll just well, leave it at that. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, and and the madman was one of the two that texted me. So, ah, gotcha. <clears throat> just for the record, and he's got some, I'll have to look back on my text. He's got, he's trying not to be on the podcast. <laughs> now that I see that we can record on Skype, <clears throat> he's going to have to try a lot harder. Yeah. yeah. Because that was his, he's like, I don't have a computer. I'm like, I think what? there's a way with, I think there's, a way. that's what I said, but they have a tablet and between the two of them, they both have iPhones and that's it. Okay. <clears throat> so, but if we can figure out how to do it on Zoom or how to record on here, he can be in. And uh, it's like, come on, Madman, get with the nineties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they had one. They probably just got. I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't use them very often. That's for darn sure. So, yeah. I mean, I I get it. Uh, that's just like this one. What happened with my with the last one, the BC, the, before COVID? I literally ran out of space on this mini laptop that i have mm. and that's why we lost the last eight minutes of me which doesn't uh-huh. matter <laughs> but uh, so i wiped yeah. all the audio off of this computer and i got back two gigs <laughs> wow okay uh, so oh probably well. another laptop in the in the future but just not right now. We're gonna have to get a lot more listeners and start doing ads and shit before, before that happens. <laughs> there you go. But um, um, so the last little piece to my story was. Um, oh, I'm after... sorry. No, 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 no. That's okay. No, no. I was just gonna say. I'm just ending it right now. Is okay. the greatest thing about my dad said. You know what? I'm so glad you didn't take my advice because he loved my wife. And that's he that's loved great. That's he told great. me. And he loves our son, and he, he only got to know Sasha's little. He, he passed away a, a while back, but he, but anyways, he was so excited after oh, yeah. getting to meet her and see us together, and so that's awesome. And he even told me, he said, "I'm so glad that you didn't heed my advice." <laughs> well, that was great. But can I? Three of us. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, I wanted to tell you just real quick with your story, Nat, about Robin. So my husband, he lived at home with his parents still when we met. And he we met in March of 98, and he came to Oklahoma the first time in September of 98. But he didn't tell them he was talking to me. And then he bought his ticket, and then he said... Hey, uh, I'm going to Oklahoma to meet a girl. And they said, are you kidding? You know, you don't leave Nova Scotia, you know, (laughs) and you tell us you're going to get on an airplane and go to Oklahoma to meet some stranger. But they they loved me. So it was all worth it to them. But anyway, there you go. Wow. That's about as nothing short of amazing what the Internet has done for people. Yes, oh, it, it really is. And just for the record, there's three of us here. All three of us met our current spouses online. Isn't that amazing? That's, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I, good. I figure it's because I'm too dysfunctional to meet people in real life. 
<laughs> That's right. And you know the great thing was it was we all met our spouses before the swipe right. All right. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. All right. Anyways, Amen. hey, great stories, you guys. Um, I know that we're we're a little over an hour right now, but hey, uh, music. So I gotta tell you, we got some good stuff um, from uh, April. I remember that when we we talked with you last, you had told everybody to go out and listen to Blue Rodeo. Yes. And you were going to listen to Blue Rodeo. Yes, I was. I forgot to, but I do. I I have listened to them since then. <laughs> well, all right. Well, and I know that I believe Chad actually took a listen to Blue Rodeo, right? Oh yeah, I had to. You know, I uh, I posted the link. Yeah. Yes, you did on the, yeah. and, on the you know, page. So. I listened to the one song that you brought up, and I I kind of write wrote down a couple things. I'm. Is it Heart Like Mine? Is yes, yes. Yes. I, I listened to it one time. I liked it. I good. actually liked it. Yeah, it was good. a good song. Yeah. Uh, that band, to me, seems uh, Brian Adams-like. So, yes, that's a yeah. good comparison. I, uh, I, I, I'm al- I've i always been a big Brian Adams fan, except for mm-hmm. the stupid ballads. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I I liked it, and that's what they reminded me of. I, I thought they sounded like Brian Adams, which made them very uh, tolerable. So I good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. it was good stuff. Good, definitely. Oh yeah. So I didn't look back uh, toward to our last podcast. I just looked back at the last ones that I, that we had posted from Brad's podcast. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I had recommended Midnight Maniac by Crocus. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. And you had recommended Divider by Striper. Yes. Did you have that a chance was, to listen? Yes. I really like that. Man, you weren't kidding. Those guys look terrible, but they sound great. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. They're <laughs> ugly as sin. Well, if a face were a punching bag, oh. there they are. Four of yeah. them. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, Brad's, Brad's recommendation, of course, was... Uh, Marillion, a song called yes, Kaylee. 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 Yeah. yeah. And uh, I did listen to it. Brad, I love you. Man, I just can't do that. I just can't do <laughs> progressive rock. I, I, I'm a big Bear fan, believe me, but uh, I, I just can't do it. But you're going to like my recommendation for this week. Now. Okay, let's you're hear it, Chad. Our friend from Gaiman, your former neighbor, Raymond Christie. Oh, yes. Uh, Crucible Divine has a new album and he posted a video of a song called Secret Sins and it is excellent I listened to it as well it is fantastic uh, write that down as the first time that Chad has ever recommended a Christian rock song (laughs) it is fantastic and uh, so I'll of course post the link for that uh, on the page later today. Yeah, big shout out to Raymond Christie. Holy yes. moly. He yeah. wrote every bit of that, but he had this professional singer named Dale Thompson sing. And wow, it was great. Good stuff. I'll have to check that one out. It's very good. Very good. I don't know if you ever met Raymond uh, 
April. No, I don't think so. No, that uh, Raymond didn't go to college, did he? Yeah. Um, I don't know if Raymond went to college with us. I don't think he did. I don't think so. I I know that he ran the theater forever. Yes. But probably after April was gone, if I had to take a guess. <clears throat> See, I left before all you guys graduated, so. <laughs> and, and I didn't just leave college. I left for Nebraska. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. three years for me makes a big difference. I mean, next thing you know, that they have a freaking the cinemas in the mall or whatever you want to call that on the, on the North side of United. And like, what? <laughs> what is that at the bowling alley? <laughs> <laughs> right. so, you know, that's, that's just kind of the way that goes. But uh, so that's my recommendation. I want everybody to listen to secret sins by crucible divine. So boy, you got it. That is a great one. Before yeah. I get to mine, April, do you have any recommendations? I do, indeed. So I'm going to go to another Canadian band. And I had I had Robin go through some Canadian bands with me. And there's one that I like that you guys may not like, but um, the band Helix. Have you heard of them? Oh, why would we not like them? Helix? We love Helix. Love okay. Helix. Give me an R. R. <laughs> that day going to come. I like that song. They okay. kind of remind me of Bon Jovi. I don't know why, but they always, every time I hear them. So, there That's you go. April, if you, looked up, if you haven't looked up Rock You, you have to. Okay. I, mean, I think Robin yes. played that one for that's me. That's the, I mean, that's the one that, that Nat and Greg and I would. I mean, oh, yes. That's probably the only reason we know the band's name. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Also, there's another so. tune called "Ride the Rocket," which is a fantastic tune. It, don't don't read much into that. <laughs> Ride the rocket. You know what? I kept my mouth shut right up until you didn't. <laughs> so write that one down. All right. Ride the Rocket by Helix. Phenomenal music. Wow. Yeah. And then, of course, just like just like uh, Chad said, yeah, "Rock You" is an amazing tune. Um, yes. And. Uh, what is the name of that tune? I, and, and I know that you're going to, uh, I almost shudder to say it, but there is a tune called Black Leather, White Lace. <laughs> <laughs> and, and April's getting the big guffaw here because of uh, former things in the old days that I would state that were not correct, not true. But I would just joke with her about it's something yeah. you want to mention it there. You know. <laughs> well, I think you mentioned it in the memories. So if you guys oh. want to know, go listen to memories. There well, you go. Oh, good. I, I, I'll, have to, I'll have to say, because, you know, it's no secret that April put a ton of work into the memories podcast because of a, a technical difficulty. And <clears throat> I was listening to it all the way through the first time. <laughs> <laughs> And that I I don't I had no idea that you had assigned a phone number to her, and I, about, <laughs> I nearly crashed the truck. I nearly oh, crashed yeah. the truck listening when you. She's like, "Oh, it was one eight hundred screamer." I'm like, "Uh huh." <laughs> yep. Oh. Uh, 
And that's now, when I apologize profusely that, to April's mom on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I, uh, I felt bad about, you know, about the way that we treated April until I heard that. So, <laughs> well, I wasn't that bad. I know I wasn't that bad. It's oh. a wonder I still like you guys. Uh, it oh, is. No. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Say you have to be the most for, forgiving person I've ever known. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The Pope's going to give her a visit and say, well done. Doug. Well hey, done. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Nat, what's, your, man, what's your song, Nat? April, way to go with the Helix. Thanks. Oh, yes. That's so Yay. Good. That's right. That's so good. That's fantastic. Well, you know what? I'm going to go to a band that makes Helix look like a bunch of kids running around the block because <laughs> the latest the latest album by the the great ACDC oh, is so yes. amazing. Oh, oh it is my gosh. very good. It is very Power good. Up is the name of the album and you got to check out this is the first tune that came out. I played it on my radio show a couple times. It's called Shot in the Dark. Shot in the Dark. And it's not a cover of an Ozzy Osbourne song. Right? Uh, nope, nope. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and it is such a rock and roll tune. Uh, it's... Brian Johnson, the lead singer, has never sounded so good. Right, right. It, it, it's, uh, and, of course, we say this all the time, it is quintessential ACDC. It's, yes. It's the right tone. It's the right vocals. It's the right drums. It's, it's the right everything. It's totally yeah. CDC. Absolutely. Boy. Well, I'm going to have a good time posting up links today. Oh, yeah. Walkman Whispers. <laughs> those, the, the nation needs to listen to that. Too. If they haven't heard it yet, they should. Because yes. that just simply yes. will put you a smile on your face immediately. It's a good tune. All right. Well, All right. hey, kids. We are We're... getting a little long on the tooth here. Uh, any yep. final words Stop of them. wisdom, either of you? Don't play leapfrog with a unicorn. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of words of wisdom, get wise to the ride. Right there, Chad. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank well, you guys very much. It's been a great time. It has. It's been lots of fun. I'm All looking right. forward to releasing this one. So. All right. And thank I... you guys. I think I've done my part this time, so I won't have to screw us all up. <laughs> Fingers crossed. You know, again, um, we just couldn't not release that one. <laughs> and you did a great job. It, it, uh, like I said, you, you put more work into this podcast than we have in the last two years. So. That's right. Uh, it's fun. All right. All right, uh, that, that is something, though. We're here in December. We're, We'll be starting season three in January. Wow. All right. My okay. gosh. Okay. Hitting it. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, thank you, April. Thank you, Chad. Yes. And thank you, Walkman Nation, Walkman Whispers Nation. Really? Listen to the live, loud, and proud. We'll see you yep. next time. All right. All right. Bye. Bye bye.